Welcome to Faithful Not Flawless. We're your hosts. I'm Cynthia. I'm Carrie. And I'm Julia. We're going to talk about unconditional love. Oh, mm. That's a tough one. Actually, it's kind of conditional love, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's what we experience a lot of the time. Yeah. Conditional love. Yeah. It's kind of rare that you feel the unconditional. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so true. So true. So tonight we are, Cynthia called it, we're talking about conditional love. I know we a lot of times talk about God's unconditional love, but as humans, a lot of times we ourselves have conditional love. Have you ever experienced conditional love? I think we all have. Probably come across that at some point in our lives. You know, someone who loves you as long as you do what they want or do it how they want you to do it or say it how they want you to say it. Sounds familiar, right? It's so hard to love people that have conditional love, isn't it? This isn't an easy subject, but God has put this on my heart. Sometimes I see this in Christians and it breaks my heart. I have seen this and unfortunately experienced some of this for myself. People love what you can do for them, but when you are outside of that area of helping them, they can act like they don't even know you. They can walk right by you and act like they do not even see you. Conditional love can make you want to give up and not do anything for anyone. Mm. I have seen some of the nicest people, even Christians, ignore those that serve, that they serve with when they are outside of where they're serving. I have seen them ignore or avoid people who may be dealing with issues or in a season of hurting. I think this is where a lot of the hypocritical talk about Christians does come in. Because without love, we are nothing. The conditional fake love is not going to get us far in our relationship with Jesus or being a witness to those around us. Mm. You know, we aren't supposed to just show love to those who we think are worthy. Thank God he didn't do that. Because none of us are deemed worthy. Not you, not me, no one. It's by his grace, his mercy, and his love that he saved us. So who are we to decide who we should show love to? I see division today. I see hurts and offense. God never meant for it to be that way. His love is unconditional. And ours should be that way too. What example are we showing when we are at odds with someone? When we can't extend a smile or a kind word to someone. When we can speak of love all that we want to, but when we don't show love, what are we speaking? What are we truly speaking? When we aren't speaking love, then we aren't speaking of our Heavenly Father. Without love, we are nothing. I'm going to repeat it just in case you missed that part. Without love, we truly are nothing. It is not easy to love those that have hurt us or betrayed us, ignored us, walked away from us, or caused us offense. John 13, 34 says, A new command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. 1 Peter 4 and 8 Above all, keep loving one another earnestly since love covers a multitude of sins. 
Proverbs 10 and 12 says, Hatred stirs up conflict. Man, is that not true? Mm. Hatred stirs up conflict. We see that everywhere. But love covers all wrongs. Colossians 3 and 12 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion and kindness and humility, gentleness and patience. Ephesians 4 and 31 Hope you're hanging on to your seat. It says to get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. I'm going to repeat that scripture because I think somebody needs to hear it again. Ephesians 4 and 31. Get rid of all bitterness, all rage, all anger, all brawling, all slander along with every form of malice not just a piece of your bitterness Mm, not just a piece of your rage not a piece of your anger your slandering whatever it is for you get rid of all of it you can't hang on to even a piece of it all of that sounds so easy right oh it's definitely not it is so hard when we choose to love instead of holding on to grudges, hate, or slandering each other, then we're choosing Jesus. When we choose to respond in love, then Jesus helps us to show love, even when we humanly cannot sometimes. It's his love showing through us. The world needs love. Even some people in church I know needs love and to experience his love. The only love that can change people's hearts and mind, that can change everything, is Christ's love. If we aren't showing his love, then who will? Jesus showed his unconditional love for us when he died on a cross for us while we were still sinners. If Jesus in love died for us, how much more should we forgive those who have wronged us and show those around us his love? It's time that we put aside conditional love. It shouldn't be about what people can do for us, but what we can do for other people. Mm. It's about reaching people who are lost and hurting and broken that need to know there's a Savior who has unconditional love for them. And that love, it will never change. You know, it's not about Betty not liking how I sang last Sunday because she probably didn't. Or how Mary didn't do the announcements just to the liking of Jim. Or maybe the preacher got a little too loud for Linda. People, come on. There is so much more than that. There's so much more than slander and bitterness and rage and anger and conditional love. There's a world who needs Jesus. They need his unconditional love, not our conditional It's time to quit putting conditions on God's unconditional love. I think that we've all experienced in some way, like the conditional love of people, whether it's, 
people at church, whether it's family, friends, even, um, you know, not even just conditional love, but conditional um, relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, so I I know for me, I've, the people experience, when that comes in, I think like church hurt, that comes to mind, mm, yeah. you know, big time for people. I think people have fallen from churches and left churches and left relationships with God just because of being hurt by an individual at the church. Yeah. Um, and that is awful. And we have to remember, awful. though, that everybody that comes to church, we're all, we've all sinned, right? Oh, yeah. We're all human. But there's got to be a love there. Mm-hmm. And that is so not easy. It is not easy. Yeah. It really, truly isn't. Because, you know, what does is, what is Paul say? You know, he has to crucify his flesh daily because sometimes how easy is it? Somebody does something and you just want to react sometimes instead of respond. Right. And, you know, as a kid, you'd always hear, what would Jesus do? <laughs> Seriously, you know, WWJD, yeah. what would Jesus do? And honestly, that should also be in our thoughts as an adult. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, what would Jesus do? Would Jesus mouth back to them or no? tell them off or say, hey, buddy, you know what? No. No. Although as tempting as it might be. No, he went to the cross instead. He went to the cross. Yeah. Even while people were still doing that. Even while people were spitting at him and whipping him and mocking him. And he still went to the cross. Mm. The unconditional love. Like, it's so hard to fathom sometimes. I think it's so hard to fathom that we keep fighting people with conditional love. That's not how God wanted it. No, it isn't. I think I... Definitely, I I don't I haven't really experienced it too much in in a church setting, but for me it's with my family yeah. and my I feel like my father was always I always felt like there was conditional love there if I wasn't doing things the way he liked it or I wasn't serving him in some capacity then I wasn't really going to get to have a relationship with him and it's kind of still like that today not kind of it is if we don't have a unfortunately like this close relationship um when i see him i love him i love my dad i i do um but i don't i never felt like i like he just loved me for me it was what could i do for him and definitely as an adult even worse because it was like he can go months without even talking to me. Mm-hmm. That, I never want to go months without talking to my kids. Yeah. Never. Never. I know that he talks to my brothers daily. You know, so it's like, just... That conditional. It's huh? conditional. And I I have a father that it's not conditional. Mm-hmm. He, uh, it, I have unconditional love from him. And I'm so thankful for that and it's taken me as an adult to experience that uh, i think that i didn't really c- f- feel um unconditional love until i had my kids then i knew what that felt like i was like oh they i unconditionally love them that's what that feels like 
you know and then as a christian in my walk and my faith i've experienced that from from the lord and wow i don't have to be this here we are i don't have to be this perfect person he just loves me mm-hmm. messy hair unmatching socks <laughs> my i know that i know i shouldn't have a bad attitude but you love me even when i do have a bad attitude you know like it's just i i don't have to feel like i'm walking on eggshells i think i walked through eggshells growing up and i think people walk on eggshells in church too i think there's a lot of places where people feel like they have to tiptoe around their um conditions their sinning conditions that they have you know that they that other people might not look at that other people look at and are like look at her look at the way she's dressed today she came to church like that oh my gosh Mm -hmm. you know and what does jesus say when they're trying to cast stones at, at, at the prostitute he doesn't even look up at them He's drawing in the sand, and he's like, mm-hmm. he who is without sin cast the first stone. Mm-hmm. You know? Good Not luck, bud. Right Good there. luck, bud. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. If you had to put a mirror in front of you, mm-hmm. like, and I, I don't, generally do I feel like people, I, a lot of people maybe not on purpose. They don't need, a lot of people don't maybe realize that they're doing it. Um, that's the other thing. Call someone out call them out that's what i'm gonna say call them out even if i tell the kids that in kids church if someone is talking about someone Mm. and they're being rude or malicious maybe they don't even know call them out and be like hey that's not that's not not cool even as adults let's call each other out call me out if i'm doing that because i don't want to i want to show god's love i don't want it to look conditional for anybody and this is a good topic it is such a good topic. I I can't. It's, uh, I mean, for real. It says in 1 John 4, 7, Dear friends, let us love one another because love is from God. And everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. If you don't love, you don't know God. Period. That's what that says to me. If you don't love you don't know God. The one who does, the one who does not love does not know God because God is love. God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his one and only son into the world so that we might live through him. Love consists in this, not that we loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the atoning sacrifice Mm -hmm. for our sins. Dear friends, if God loved us in this way, we also must love one another. It says we must. We must. It doesn't say, "Mm, you should. It would be a good idea. Yeah, maybe on Tuesdays. It doesn't say, hey, um, yeah. Every once in a while. No, it doesn't. It says you must love. You must. This is, is, is what it's telling you. The word is telling you. It's clear. If you don't know what love is, then you don't know God. 
If you're not loving one another, then you're not showing people who he is. Yeah. If you're out there and you're bitter and you've got, like Julia said, let go of the bitterness. Let go of the rage. I tell you what, it is really hard to love people if you are holding on to rage and bitterness. If you are holding on to what Kelly did to you last Sunday or what your cousin did to you two years ago or, you know, the way people treated you. It, if you're holding on to it, you're holding on to bitterness and you're holding on to rage and you will not know how to truly love someone. And that's not just that person. If you don't let go of the rage and the bitterness and the anger against one person, you can't love the person next to you properly. You can't. You can't love yourself. And you can't love God. You'll never be free of it. You will be ensnared. Ensnared. Ugh. I could, mm. You're enslaved to something that you will not let you go. Yes. Yeah. You mm-hmm. learn to let it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, True. I know. John three sixteen. We all know mm. it. Oof. We all know it. For God so loved the world that it gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Because God did not send his son into the world to condemn us. Yeah. But that the world through him might be saved. It goes down to 20. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to light that his deeds may be clearly seen, that they may they have been done in God. That's the truth about love. Hmm. With bitterness, you cannot have true love yeah you can be a christian with bitterness Mm -hmm. you can and you will be ensnared (laughs) you will be enslaved i have lived this personally Mm -hmm. felt a release from my life and it changed significantly things that i never would have dreamed but i remember the moment bitterness was I, i had no idea I was such a slave to it. Mm. <laughs> I had no idea, but I, I remember feeling angry. I remember feeling just terrible anger to this one person, and I just had no idea that I was enslaved to that. But at the altar one day, I finally was like, "God, I'm I'm seeking you. There's something." God, if you see if you see something (laughs) in me, and we all do this, God, if you see something Mm -hmm, in me, reveal it to me. Reveal it to me so I can be closer to you. This is what was enslaving to me as a Christian. Yes, I believed in God. Yes, I I spoke in tongues. Yes, I did all these things. And at the altar. He brought it to my attention. Mm, God's so good about bringing it at the right time Mm. when you're ready to go. I have the, oh, I have this, God. I see it. I felt it come up from within me. Mm. Such a deep feeling of coming up through me, and God just released it. I felt it leave my body. Mm. And I was like, I will never forget that. And he reminds me on a regular basis, watch, Mm. guard your heart. Mm. Yes. Guard your heart because Mm. from it springs the wells of life. Yes. Do you want your life ensnared within bitterness and anger and all the things that is not of me? Mm. Yep. That's the truth. 
And just from living that moment, I have to remind myself of that regularly. God, do not let me be ensnared. Hmm. Yeah. Remind me. Let me see that. God, yeah. reveal to me that there's something within me that I am blind to, that I have allowed and have not guarded my heart, mm-hmm. that I have not shielded myself and put on the full army, the full armor of God. God, reveal it to me. You know, what's crazy is that sometimes what you're saying is you don't even... You don't mm-hmm. even realize. You're like, I forgave that person. Mm-hmm. Whew, did you? You better check yourself. Ooh, did you? Did you? You know, I we. I thought I had. I used to mm-hmm. laugh and we would joke yeah. about this with about my husband, my husband that passed away. <laughs> because he would, oh, he would love to just get under my skin. <laughs> and his mom would call me and she's like, how's everything going? And I would tell her, I'd be like, your son. <laughs> and she's like, are you still mad at him? She'd call me the next day, are you still mad at him? I said, I'm not ready to not be mad. I'm not ready. <laughs> I am not. I'm holding I'm, on to that. I'm still angry. I'm not ready to not be mad. And how many times in our lives, like th- we were joking, mm-hmm. but how many times in life are you just not ready to let go yeah. of that anger and that bitterness? You know what's hard for me is to forgive someone who doesn't even ask for forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. That- Ugh. Yeah, that's it. Lord help me. (laughs) Lord help me. Always, Lord, always help me. And but I really, truly, that is a struggle for me because I am always. I try to be that person that's like, I'm so sorry for that, even when I didn't mean it in that way. But if a person was to perceive it in a way that was offensive to them, I am so sorry. So for someone else to not apologize and no. Like you know what you did, mm-hmm. and you're st- and you st- you get offended. Oh my goodness! Then I'm offended all over again. Okay, so <laughs> watch that the offense. Is, ooh, ooh, watch over that and over offense again. and bitterness and anger and rage—they oh, all go together. Yes, and, they and do. They're all cousins. Is, yeah. They're cousins. Maybe even their brothers and yeah. sisters. I don't know. Well, they're, they're certainly in it together. <laughs> <laughs> they're in it together. Yeah, you do not want. <laughs> I know. I just I. Oh, Lord, if, if there's anything, I mean, yes, we're talking about the the love of god and how Mm -hmm. it is so it is unconditional but i think at the root of this is what we're talking about is that forgiveness for that to let go of those things um in order to love someone you've got to forgive them and you gotta let go of the condition gotta let yep the condition that sometimes they might not ever say sorry that's my father he is I, maybe lord maybe i mean you can do you can work miracles yes, i know you, you you are a wonder working father but someday i may never get that sorry but i've learned to forgive him and realize that that conditional love was actually conditional love that he learned yeah. he learned conditional love from his parents mm. and so my brother's living it too don't get don't get it twisted it's not just for me they just continue to go through the motions and 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 they follow all the conditions i don't <laughs> i don't <laughs> i live far away breaking those. yeah i break the yeah. conditions i'm like hey call me call me in a couple months bud i don't know call me on my birthday that's when you yeah you know did you even remember this year i don't know <laughs> so but you have to let it go and and i i think in the words of queen elsa you know 
You gotta let it go. <laughs> you do. You do. Oh. And find the freedom in it. Yeah, and there yeah. is so much freedom in it. And then yeah. you really, when you experience that unconditional love of the Lord, it's like, I just want to give that to other people. Yeah. I just want them to see that. Because what I went without for so long, I don't have to go without that anymore. Yeah. And so I just want to show them that. There's so much more. God. I know so much, so much. And the, oh. you know, the church part. Mm. Listen, if you're experiencing church hurt right now in this moment, pray about it. Yeah. Pray about it. Like I said, call people out. Talk to people. Talk to your pastor. If it's your pastor that you're at, that that's the issue with, you know, talk to your your deacons or anything. Like, talk to somebody. Or you know what. Pray about it. Maybe that's not your place. Maybe that's not the place for you, but you find yourself another place. Don't give up on God because of the sins of man. Don't give up on the Lord because we fall short. I fall short. We at this table fall short. Do not give up on the Lord because Christians fall short. We fall short. That's that's it. It's in the book. It says it all the time. It's like, hey, yeah, we know. We know we suck. And one thing I think yeah. I got, we got to remind ourselves too, because I have to remind myself some of this sometimes. We don't go to church for all the people that are going to church. Yeah. We go to church because we're seeking God. Uh huh. And if you do, God reveal it to you. Yeah. Yes. Reveal yeah. it. Are you wrapped up mm-hmm. so much in so many activities that yeah. you really forget Woo. why you're there? Yeah. Woo. Preach. Do you forget it? Yeah. Do you yeah. forget I am the way, the truth, and the life? He that comes through me. Yes. Did you forget that part? Yeah. Do you need to step back and think about it? Why am I truly here? Mm. God, am I revealing? Am I looking at what you're trying to tell me? Or am I shielding myself? Mm -hmm. And I'm just too busy in everything else to Mm. not see it, to not listen, to not open up my Bible, to not pray to you. Have I done everything else, all the tasks? Yeah, the tasks. I'm telling you, <laughs> guard your heart. Yeah. Guard your heart. Mm. I will tell you, you, you're, you brought up a really good subject, and this is kind of hard for me to share because this has happened recently. Preach. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, are you going to share? We're, no. We're oversharers. <laughs> we are. We share all the time. So, I had stepped back recently from leading praise and worship. Mm. And. I had gotten to the point of, I don't want to say bitterness, maybe a, maybe a little bit of anger in the sense that you can, my sister kind of nailed it, you can do too many things and lose sight of God. You can be in church and you can be serving in so many different areas that you start to lose sight of God and it starts to become mundane. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because I was leading praise and worship, I was helping cover Sunday school classes. I was, I was, I was doing a lot of things. I clean our church. There's so many things, especially in a small church when you just don't have <laughs> enough people, mm-hmm. and you have like three or four people doing twenty different things. Yeah, it becomes a struggle. And God had already been telling me to step back. 
for a little bit and I just kept kind of putting it off and I was like I can't put it off anymore she put it off for me y'all <laughs> I did I didn't want to leave her by herself she, she was she was yes. there were conditions been there she was <laughs> but what's funny is like I step back and I'm like I'm soaking in more in, in his word and mm. I feel like he's like you just need me we need this intimate time together. Yeah. You need this focus with me. We we need more time together. So I've been digging more in the Word, and I've been reading these books, and I've been more in prayer, more... Like, there was even a point in time I kind of wasn't jamming out to my praise and worship. Mm. And that is a huge thing for me, because I've always got... If you know me, I have praise and worship music on. I don't listen to anything else. And I just kind of hadn't. And I just finally had to come to this realization. I was kind of holding on to a little bit of anger and bitterness that I was having to do all these things. Mm. Yep. Mm. And I lost sight of why I do those things. Yeah. And I think sometimes we have to be careful doing too many things. Well, you, you weren't the called. You weren't called to do many right. things. You know, there's, that's the, that's yeah. the deal is where, you know, God, where am I supposed to be? And we get into the, this bitterness gets in here because we get into the, the habit of if, raise your hand, if you're a people pleaser, okay. I mean, <laughs> guilty, you, as charged. guilty as charged. And not even just that. You yeah. feel like if you feel like it's conditional. If I'm serving, if I'm doing all these things, you know what? There's a need here. I'll go ahead and volunteer for it. You know why? Because it's for God. It's all for God. I'll, I'll volunteer. You know what you're doing? You're spreading yourself so thin that you don't have enough time to devote to the thing, the one thing that he's actually called you to do. That's mm. probably a whole new, ah, ah. It is. We're getting into a whole nother oh, yeah. topic. Yeah. But the bitterness, watch out for it. Watch yeah. out for it. For sure. yeah. Watch out. Watch out when you're saying yes to stuff. Remember yeah. to listen to his voice if that's what he's wanting for you. It yeah. is okay to do the Christian thing and say, mm, I got to pray about it. <laughs> yeah. And it's also okay to set some boundaries and say, you know what? My capacity is full. Yeah. yeah. And I can't do that. At Depleted. This time. Battery yeah. needs charged. Yeah. But, yeah. And, yeah. and that's totally fine. You know, and, and if people don't understand that, in the church if people don't understand that in your life mm-hmm. and your that's not just church that's that's, that's family everywhere. that's yes. work it's yes. everything we are three women sitting here that are overachievers three <laughs> overachievers working moms mm-hmm. we've all sitting here been single moms so if you single ladies out there momming it up we know what it's like yes. so yes. you know to sit here and 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 we're not preaching about anything that we don't understand Okay. we're talking right. to you about the things that we we really get and this yeah. conditional love it's there's no place yeah. in christianity uh, in a relationship with god there's no place for conditions so and if you are walking by people that mm. you know you have seen at church yeah. hey and you walk by and not say anything would you like it what jesus did that to you Woo. walked right by you walked he jesus walked, walked right, right on by i thought we knew each other oh. man i thought we where's knew your relationship mm. where is it lie Check the temperature. Check the temperature in the room. It's getting hot. (laughs) (laughs) You know, a a little uh, church hurts. uh, We said it. It'll. It can turn people away from from God. I I know. uh, I'm not going to say who, but it's a very very close to home for me. 
that um, people that I know that I love and care about, they were going to church trying to work on their marriage, on their relationship. And, I mean, they were just digging deep. And they were all in. And they were divulging things to a pastor that in confidence that they were experiencing in their marriage. And I'm going to tell you what, that pastor turned around and that pastor told people mm. about the conversations in a counseling. Mm. Okay. The, then a small community that gets around, like spreads around like wildfire. Okay. It's just like the gossip column. Um, on whatever whatever tabloid magazine you <laughs> it can spread so quick it's like what viral whatever mm-hmm. and they were so mortified and embarrassed they stopped going to church for years stopped going to church for years why would god put people in place is was their question why would god put people in place of authority that would do something like that, that I would entrust information to. Listen, if, if you're experiencing something like that, this is something that they realized later on, thank you, Jesus, that they started going back to church and they realized it was not God. It was the sins of man that caused their hurt and not for them to not have a relationship with the Lord. Thank the Lord they are still married today and living a fabulous life a wonderful life thank you lord for that i i thank god every day for that because this is a true this is truly close to home for me but i know i've seen the experience and i know that if you're experiencing it right now pray about it find you another church find you another spot it's 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 worth it i mean who cares if you got a church hop church hop I know. I mean, hey, <laughs> you'll find your spot. You'll find you. Yeah. God will lead you to where you need to be. Maybe that's not the place for you. Yeah. And then you know what you got to do? Mm. You got to let it go. You got to forgive him. Mm. You got to forgive him for being human and being mm, less than perfect. Yeah. <sighs> mm. yeah. Forgiveness. Forgiveness is the key. It's the key to love. Mm-hmm. It really is. It really is. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. So we're going to end this Mm, with with a prayer. Mm. God, we just, we thank you for this time together. That, Lord, we can discuss these things that are so hard to deal with. And, God, we just pray right now for those who maybe are experiencing conditional love. Mm. God, that you will just break those conditions off. Lord, that they will feel your unconditional love, God. Lord, the unconditional love will just start pouring into their hearts and their minds and their spirit, Father. Lord, that just those conditions will just be broken off of them. That they will experience what true love is, your love. And God, we just pray that if there has been any bitterness or unforgiveness or anger, God, resentment that has embedded into their heart and their mind because of these conditions of love, God, we just pray that right now they will be able to release those, that they will say, I no longer want that, Mm -hmm. that they will let it go that they will find forgiveness for the people that have done this to them. 
Father God, Lord, that you will just release that off their heart and their mind. That you will take that from them and replace it with your unconditional love. We thank you and we praise you, God, for that unconditional love that hunts us down and doesn't give up. We thank you and we give you all the praise and glory and honor because you deserve it. In Jesus' name. Amen.